0: Today is the last day to register to the November session of the Greenbelt Certification Program on EUMDR. So go to school.easymedicaldevice.com/gb. School.easymedicaldevice.com/gb. If you are not ready for the November session, you can still go and enroll for the December session. So talk to you soon. Welcome to the Medical Device Made Easy podcast. I am Munir Lazuzi, a medical device expert specialized on quality and regulatory affairs. My mission is to help you learn how to place a compliant medical device on the market. For that, I'll share with you my experience and the one of others on this podcast. Are you ready for your dose of regulation and standard today? Okay, so let the show begin. Welcome to the Medical Device Made Easy podcast. Here is Munir al from easymedicaldevice.com. And today we will help you to understand more about the common specification. We have talked a lot about common specification with the EU-MDR. This is something that can appear, that can arrive on your plate, and you have to understand what it is and how we should uh, welcome uh, welcome those uh, those specifications. And for that, I have with me Stefan Boleininger from Beyond Quality, who will help us to understand that. So Stefan, welcome to the Medical Device Made Easy podcast. Hello, Monia. Nice seeing you again. Thank you. So thank you for coming. Thank you for helping. So um, Stefan, you were on the podcast a lot of time. So we are talking a lot of time about uh, MDR implementation, application, how to do this and that. Uh, so now we'll try to tackle a new element which is common specification. So um, let's maybe start then about uh, understanding first for people that maybe heard about it but have no clue what it is. So what are common specifications? What What is this beast?
1: Yeah. Okay. Think about it that your regulation is not finished. So, you know, ah, I have some ideas which I want to bring into legal enforcement, but Mm. I don't have the time right now and I need to push out the documents. You do it with your SOP, you do it as an annex. You always do that and then okay, next update, next update, I will do that. So so common specification is also uh, something like that. You know, oh, I have a bunch of standards. You know, I have my regulation. But then, you know, I have some spots in it which are not yet filled. You know, these spots need to be filled with something and then to tell, okay, I will prepare something new, something not a standard, not a regulation, not a directive. I build a common specification. That's a cool concept because you can change. Yeah, on purpose, you can change. It's like changing the wheels on the bus during Mm -hmm. the driving through hills. So that's a common specification. It's has its own enforcement, it has a strong enforcement. It's not like an like a standard which tells you, yeah, if I follow the standard, I will follow it later on, make a little gap analysis. And then, yeah, it is, sometimes it will be, I will use it. What happens, for example, electrical safety. In the past, um, I know many of, of um, products which did not fulfill the current situation on the electrical safety and EMC standards because we always find a few gaps and a few holes to dig in and tell not my business right now. Now, common specification is different. Common specification is, yeah, it's part of the law, and part of the law has enforcement, and an enforcement date, and this date is fixed. You cannot avoid it and not jump over it. Yeah, not legally, but you could jump. But it's not does not make so. You have something special, and we already have one. And this is a funny thing. You. Always have your common specifications in mind you know they are coming some but you don't know what will come next okay because it's not only part of the MBCG it's not only part of Brussels it's more in a hidden value in a hidden area and then it appears and then you have a problem okay that's what
0: a common specification is and why we use it so can we can we compare it with um, I mean uh, as you mentioned it's legislation can we compare that with some standards that people have to follow like ISO 13485 or as you mentioned 6601 maybe for uh, electrical equipment so uh, will there be what are the, the content of it so is is it like you have to do this you have to do that here is the methodology or it's more like as you mentioned maybe the legislation like MDR to say um, here is ev- vaguely if i can say or, or um, what what should be done without really providing any precision it's
1: half and half and that's a funny thing for example if you're an nx16 device a device without medical purpose then the common specification is the law okay in case you're you have a product and your um you have sufficient standards and all of that and then you can tell them yeah you have a common specification in addition so in this case it's not that much the law as for the nx16 device. it's a bit schizophrenic but um yeah we need to live with that and always, my perspective, always takes a common specification as the law, except you have a very good opinion why you do not need to do that.
0: Okay, so um, th- as, you, as you as you have also said, so there is no agenda actually for common no. specification to be published. So um, really, no. it can happen from one day to another. So we had, um, did we had any common specification already published now for UMDR? Uh, so so NX 161 That was leaked through a few commissions
1: and organizations. It was leaked to us as a draft. Okay, but now so we have one which is already available. That's okay. A, yes, this is one. It's a very funny thing. Is for um for reprocessing of single use devices. In some okay. countries, you're allowed to reprocess single-use devices. In some countries, you are not. So the commission decided, oh, we need to enforce this law a bit more for those who it is available, who for those with which it is possible. For those member states, they will have their governing law or something equivalent, and they need to carry on how they make sure that it will be preprocessed in a good way. For the others, they don't care, but we need to give them something by hand. So in this case, yeah, but it's funny thing. It is not a when you wait for something which is called common specification, then you way long. You need to look into more of it. for example. This funny thing has a is a nice name. The commission implementing regulation U 2020 slash twelve zero seven. So okay. there's no common specification in the name. You need some very Weird people who dig through all of the commission implementing regulations day by day and look for if there's something available for you. So first thing, when you think something smells fishy, look into it and tell them, okay, if there's 2017 slash 745 or 746 for EU MDR or EU IVDR in it then you should keep your your eyes up it looks right if it's from you for relevance in case both tags are not included then you can push it aside maybe it's for toys maybe it's for cars whatever a common specification is a general concept which can be used for many other regulations Yes.
0: So, so mainly mainly, we had um, uh, the one that you are mentioning. So the u- reuse of single use devices. Um, this is something that was mentioned on the UMDR. So there was an article, I can't remember the article number, but there was an article specifically mentioning of the possibility to reuse of single use devices. And they added up to this, this, I mean, we call it common specification, but as you mentioned, it's not mentioned specifically on the document that is the common specification, which is the number 2020 uh, slash uh, 1207. Uh, if you want to go and, and look at it. So they added to this one, so to give more clarity. So it looks like when I read it, it looks like also like a guidance, also. It's like, um, here is how you should implement this article of the MDR.
1: Exactly. Yeah, so mentioned the article you need is the article number 17 which okay. talks about it. So, and yeah, um, it is, it speaks like a bit like a guidance. It speaks like nice informational, but there's one sentence. It's nearly at the end. The last sentence is always, yeah, for the commission, the president, da, da, da. then above is done at Brussels. And then there comes, above this line, there comes one very, very important thing. And this call is, this regulation shall be binding in its entirety and direct applicable in all member states. Okay. Guidance, non-binding. Regulation, binding. That's the difference. And this is a very important difference. And when we are already on that spot. So we go one line above and says, it shall be applied from 26th of May, 2021. So
0: we know application date. So this is what is mentioned on the, on the, on the document. So it means that as it's published now, it should not be applied. I mean, it cannot, it, it can, but it's, it's not need to be applied now, but it says specifically by the 26th of May, 2021, you have to apply that. I mean, yes. it's, it's, it's not, it's something that countries, competent, uh, I mean, yeah. competent authorities can use. It's not like it's mandatory to use it. If you want to have single uh, use, uh, reprocess of single use devices, then you can do that. And here are the elements to do it. If you don't want, then you can say, no, I don't want to do that. Is it correct?
1: Yeah, this, uh, in this case, yes. In this case it is binding, but there we, have, then, we have the conflict with the UMDR, which tells us, yes, it is binding, but only in case there are not sufficient standards. Currently, in that case, in that particular case, there are not sufficient standards. So it will be binding. And I'm, I'm very um, sure that the European court will tell us it is binding in case of the first um, first uh, lawsuit. Okay. Uh, but from my perspective, I would take it right now to be binding.
0: Okay. So um, it means that uh, every hospital in the European Union can reuse single-use devices if they have the right studies, if they have the right elements to prove that they can do that, even if the manufacturer is saying that this is a single-use device. Does, is, is, is it really the right interpretation of this? That is correct. Okay. But there's, there's always a catch.
1: Yeah. <laughs> a, that catch in this case is, yeah, you can use it for, or the um, hospital can take it as um, reprocessing, but then they are economic actor. Exactly. And that's, that's a catch. In normal cases, yeah, okay, let's do a um, bit of um, reprocessing, no problem. Makes it, let's it take some um, single-use devices and sterilize them, disinfect them, no problem. But we always need to consider that a device has an essential performance, or performance, which is shall fulfill. And this one cannot be fulfilled because the manufacturer tells us that single-use don't use it anymore. The other one tells, yeah, with our cleaning and disinfections, we can use it as a, a as a, a multiple, not single-use device. And then the manufacturer tells me, I'm fine with it. It's not my device anymore because you have reprocessed it. It's all your fault.
0: Exactly. <laughs>
1: and that is the thing. So this in, this institute or this interaction, this hospital, this clinic needs to be then an economic operator and an actor in case of the um, MDR system. That means single registration number. That means intra uh, That means all information relevant because uh, and it's a funny thing. That means technical documentation. Yeah. <laughs>
0: So uh, I think it's a really interesting point that uh, yeah uh, my uh, hospital can do that, but they have to see all what is in the background and has to be done. So uh, they would maybe hire some consultants or hire some full-time employees just to do all these things. So uh, it's something that uh, that can be uh, really interesting. Um, yeah. There is it's a good thing. Oh. There's a good thing. Yes, that uh, yeah, comes. Education so. is written in a way that it can be
1: reused and taken over by the hospital. So in case, for example, this one's a single user. Yeah, you know, well, you, I need a technical documentation. Okay, then you have an abstract, and it's, it's Article 9, which tells you this is what you need to do to technical documentation. Pretty cool. Good from my perspective. I'm not a disinfection specialist. But from my perspective, it is very well written to be understandable for the ones in hospitals, clinics, and all who will do reprocessing. From my perspective, it's good.
0: No, I think it's it's good. So, um, so yeah. So, if you have any uh, any question related to that, so don't hesitate to put that on the comments for for this video for the the podcast. Uh, go to the um, the legislation twenty twenty uh, slash one thousand two hundred and seven for this common specification. I will put anyway all those links on the show notes if, if you want to to look at them. Um, we talked just before about Annex sixteen. So, I just wanted to come back to Annex sixteen uh, products uh, because it's clearly mentioned on the regulation that. Um, all the products that are um, with non-medical purpose that are listed in Annex 16 uh, should comply with the UMDR, but only when the common specifications will be issued. So can you help us to understand more? We have made, if I can say, a video about that also before. So if you want to look at a a specific video we have made with uh, Stefan and with Eric Wahlbrecht on Annex 16 products, but here, can we... Mention again what what does it mean exactly concretely for those uh, those companies that have an annex products listed on Annex sixteen. Yeah, um,
1: actually, I think that's a very nice approach and a very yeah burdenless approach from the European Commission. We we'll tell you first, okay, you all guys, all these Annex sixteen products, you know, MDR is coming, and we tell you when it is coming. It's twenty sixth of May two thousand twenty one. Now. So they all know the date when MDR will be coming for them. And then they tell you, but we know that you have special content, special information, special content. And because you do not have to fulfill a direct standard with your devices, as we can understand. And we have discussed that with many competent authorities in the past times, we can get rid of most of the product standards. Only a few of them will be applicable, but most of them we can really get rid of. So they have a real hole for standards. And those so they say, okay, European Commission was so nice to them and tell them, good. We need to do a common specification for you. That's for sure. And until this one is not applicable or not completely in force, you do not have to comply with UMDR. And then in addition, when this common specification will be applicable, you get six additional months to comply. And that's fine. Actually, it is very nice because it gives you a target and tells you, okay, I have my products. I can do now whatever it's possible to fulfill UMDR, but I know there's something open. And this something can be until once it is really published, I have six months to proceed. Actually, for those guys who have go through the current draft of the, this, uh, the NX16 common specification, you see it's, yeah, what is It's labeling, it's claims, it's a risk analysis, it's IFU. It's nothing big. It's no really big deal what you need to do. Uh, but always please do not forget, because you cannot do a clinical evaluation, because you don't have a clinical band, you don't have a real clinical use. Don't forget to do a performance evaluation. That's something which some people forget because they look into it. It's okay, clinically are not needed. We don't. We are not a medical device, so they stroke it out from the list. But performance evaluation is always possible. So that's
0: something performance- which is performance evaluation is mainly the fact that you are claiming some performance for your device so then you have to prove that those performances are correct it's mainly also something that we are doing for non-medical device products so it's uh every product as soon as you claim a certain performance you have to back it up with some uh, data to prove that what you are saying on your box or ifu or whatever yes. is correct and this is mainly something that uh, that you have to do so safety and performance no clinical uh no clinical performance at all but some performance of what what the device is doing
1: yes if you claiming your car goes 200 miles per hour then you need to make a report and a testing that it goes 200 miles per hour and you might differ if, if it goes to the um, to the tank wage and fall and fuel consumption then it might differ but in that case don't do it for a medical de- for a pseudo medical device please do not watch out for any open things, make it concrete, make it detailed, make it right. And that's for, um, for the NX-16 devices. You have safety, as you said, Monia, as you say, it's a safety you have to fulfill and it's performance, which can be done by technical, by bench or all of that. It's no real clinical use case on it. So no clinical evaluation, okay. but it's uh- important to do that. And this is not in the common specification right now.
0: Yeah, and uh, do we have, I mean, um, we saw that um, a lot of time on the agenda of the MDCG, um, MDCG meetings about the Annex 16 uh, guidance or, or are we suppose common specification? So do we have some news now on what will be the content of this common specification and when it will be really published for the Annex 16 oh. products? When it will be really published, good question. Okay.
1: I hope it will not be before March because <laughs> after March, then we have additional three months with the MDR date. <laughs> but um, I, I, um, actually, I think, si- since we now know about the first one with uh, ster- um, reusable sterile products, um, I think it will be quite fast to get okay. it.
0: So and you you bet that it will be done before the date of application or after? Yes, before. Before, okay. So then, I would
1: bet until it might be a good Christmas present. Okay, <laughs> okay. I would help for
0: I would help for Easter, but I bet for Christmas. It's true that on the rolling plan, I think if I remember well, it was mentioned Q4 2020. Uh, so uh, maybe yes. So let's see if it's coming uh, for a Christmas present, as, as you mentioned, and then you'll have uh, the six-month period so to uh, to really place. Uh, I mean, be be compliant to it um, in terms of uh, command specification. So um, do we have? Uh, I remember we talked also about a draft, a proposal for this command specification on NX16. So. Uh, is is it still in draft, or is there a new version, or it's uh, something it that is, is completely hidden?
1: It is uh, <laughs> officially it is hidden. Okay. Available is a draft. There is uh, some rumors about the updated draft, so yes, there is an updated draft. However, content-wise, it did not change much before from the beginning draft. It will now only get more clear and more precise, and nothing. There's no no new roadshow in it.
0: Okay, so no new no new surprises for now for for those no. uh, for those companies. No surprise. Okay, um, so do you have also some news about maybe some other command specification that will be published? That are planned, or maybe some subjects of common specification that are planned.
1: Unfortunately, I only have two rumors about infusions, infusion okay. systems, okay. and I have one about some, um, uh, some dialysis devices. Okay, but that is only a rumor, nothing concrete, okay. nothing detailed. Which I would say this is it.
0: So, uh, as you mentioned, infusion pumps and uh, dialysis. So. Will it be, I mean, it's not something that we saw on the MDR, like uh, there will be some publication or common specification for this type of product. So uh, will there be some standard, if I can say, methodology used inside to tell you how you should qualify or perform yeah. for your device? Or what is what will be yes. I can say, a, kind of an idea of the content of this type of, of, of common specification?
1: From what I have heard, it is only dealing about um say, uh, Safety of that kind of devices and the specific use—it's not about anything for new technologies or whatever or combining devices. It's only about how they should
0: prepare to be a safe usage. Okay, so um, it it means also that we will have to follow some ISO standards that are existing sure. plus those common specification at the same time. Yes. Okay. No, I think it's so. A- it
1: can't be such a big deal because yeah, yeah. The, because the current standards are not
0: bad. Yeah. No, no, I think it's it's good. And uh, as, as we said, so more guidance, there is more, it can help you and help also the notified body to go in the right direction instead of uh, trying to interpret something that nobody really understood. So uh, I think it's good to have as much document as possible for, for that. Okay. So exactly. is there anything else you want to say about command specification? Because I think we have really talked about uh, all the topics that we were planning to talk about.
1: That's so correct. Um, this is one thing which I think about common specification. Most people think that something burdensome, something hard, something which t- 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 tore their business apart. Look at it carefully. Make sure it's just for opening up the last spots. It make sure you have something to fill in. It's not about... Making destroying all business models. It's just about filling the last spots, which the EU Commission think are very important and the standardization committees are not fast enough. And as we are currently seeing with the harmonization of standards, um, they won't be fast enough to do anything. So it's a good approach, take that approach and always. Look at them carefully. Use those articles from it you can really use and think they are important for you. And always so look about it with uh, two words shall and should. They have always a shall in it and some shoulds. So the shoulds are, uh, yeah, might be. The so shall are mandatory requirements. Use them carefully.
0: Yeah, I think I think uh, we are used to that uh, when we are reading the ISO 13485. Yeah. It's exactly the same principle. If you see a shell, you have to go through it. And uh, it's really, uh, and it's what I was doing. I was uh, doing a search on the document, just on all the shell. And I <laughs> <laughs> each time I find the shell, I can, uh, okay, read that, what, what is exactly the, the requirements, but it's uh, it's the same methodology that you have to go through yes. that. Yeah, so uh, where people can follow up with you if they have any comments, any question, any, any elements?
1: Fastest solution is follow easy. Um, call me write me the, um a mail or follow me on LinkedIn at um, beyondquality.com or on my on our beyond quality LinkedIn page or my private LinkedIn that's best thing or easiest thing is if you want to really get up to date with all of kind of the topics follow easymedicaldevice.com.
0: <laughs> thank you for that <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> so I, I will put anywhere all the all the links on the show notes so if you want sure. to go directly and call uh Stefan bollinger I will put the uh, the link for beyond quality so uh, you'll have all the details so if you have any your projects on that um, or a question about common specification you can go to, uh, to Stefan directly okay Stefan so thank you for that so for the people that are listening to the podcast so please 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 just go to your uh, podcast provider uh, Apple podcast Spotify or uh, Google podcast and just put a small message to say that you like this podcast uh, it helps me a lot it's not helping to rank it's just helping for people that are choosing to listen uh, to some podcast to know that there is really some good content there uh, so uh, if they see other people saying that yeah it's there is some good content so it's helping uh, it's helping also to spread the world and then to have more audience in that so if you can help me just by sending a small some message or also by going to the youtube channel uh, putting some likes some comments also uh, which helps also to spread the world so thank you uh, really thank you for that okay stefan so thank you for your help and thank you for all the information you provided and uh, i wish you a really nice day thank you you too enjoy and stay safe thank you bye-bye bye-bye <laughs> bye